Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. You might find yourself in need of a liver transplant. And if you do, do you even know where to go first or where to turn? And you want to know what you can expect. It might not be as scary as you might imagine. My guest is Dr. William Chapman. He's the surgical director of Washington University and Barnes Jewish Transplant Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Chapman. Let's start with why someone might even need a liver transplant. Well, Melanie, thank you, first of all, for having me on today. Um, the, the um, you know, liver transplantation has become um, a much more standardized procedure and is um, something that um, occurs much more frequently than, um, you know, even 10 years ago and certainly much more than 20 years ago when it was uh, quite a rare um, need. Today, liver transplants may be required for um, most most commonly or for really two problems. Chronic liver disease, um, for example, um, hepatitis C or fatty liver disease where the liver is failing over time. That's one big category. And the other area is the development of liver cancer that cannot be treated with a partial liver resection. Those are the two most common uh, reasons for needing a transplant. Um, There are other less common um, causes of liver failure. Um, And then in a small subgroup, about around between 5 and 10% of transplants are performed patients that have some acute, sudden liver failure, most of the time that's from a viral illness. So that's a, a, a different kind of rare need. So Dr. Chapman, as I understand it, liver failure can occur quite rapidly. So if someone is, if you determine that someone needs a transplant, how do you evaluate a patient to determine that? Well, fortunately for most patients, this is not um, such a sudden um, need, but but you're right. Sometimes this can be a more sudden um, uh, problem. We look at, uh, usually there are clues that the, there is a liver problem. Either uh, a person becomes jaundiced, they turn yellow, that's from... Um, can be from a problem of the liver um, detoxifying bilirubin from the blood. So the bilirubin builds up and you get that yellow hue. Um, The liver has a big impact on um, the the brain and mental status. So some patients, as their liver begins to fail, develop what we call encephalopathy. Uh, It's a... a, uh, big word for what really just means altered thinking, confusion. Um, the, but, the, but the majority of patients that have or suspected to have a liver problem 
have that picked up from abnormal liver tests, often as part of an annual physical or an insurance physical or for some other reason they're having blood work, and their um, liver enzyme studies are abnormal. And that can be a, a clue that there could be a liver problem, and then that usually starts the process of the investigation. Now, when we do um, evaluations for the possible need of a liver transplant, um, most of the time this is done as an outpatient. It takes two or three days. There's a number of um, uh, series of tests that are done to make that determination. Um, Really, is the liver likely to fail? That's one question. And the second question is, if that's the case, um, is the person, is the patient in um, good enough shape to be considered for a liver transplant? Um, It is still a big operation, and so we have to be sure that other organ systems, the heart, lungs, for example, are in... um, uh, in good enough shape to sustain the person during the transplant. When we're more concerned about urgent liver failure, uh, then we do those workups in the hospital, and they really can be done in a day or two. So pretty quickly um, we can make that determination uh, and get a patient um, listed for a liver transplant if that's required. Now, Dr. Chapman, with the advent of living donor transplants, and is there a waiting list? Does someone need to get on a list and wait for a liver? Can they find a living donor? How does that work? Well, live donation um, is a big part of kidney transplantation. Uh, on the order of about 50% of liver of kidney transplants involve live donors. Living donation for liver transplants is utilized much less frequently, um, less than 10%. It's probably about 5%. Um, There are several reasons for that. One of the main ones is uh, um, donor surgery involved um, for when an adult is donating to another adult is is more complex. Um, And... um, the other, another reason is that the way we decide who uh, is on the list for liver transplant has changed over time. Today, that's based on um, how sick the person is that needs a transplant. In other words, if you're if you're if you're the most ill, the most in need of a transplant, you go to the top of the list, and so this is allowed. Um, patients who have a real need, a great need, a sudden need, to get transplanted much quicker uh, and not have to resort so much to living donation. Living donation is still an option. We use it um, and consider it frequently, especially for um, infants that need um, a liver transplant, so adult to pediatric, we prefer we consider pretty frequently. Um, fortunately, here in the Midwest, we've um, not had to resort to adult-to-adult um, living donation so frequently. 
Now, we don't have a lot of time, Dr. Chapman, but give us a quick synopsis of what the surgery process is like. And then if you would, a little bit of what's going on on the horizon for liver transplants. So the process itself, a, a, a donor becomes a... So once a person has gone through the listing process, they're placed on a waiting list. Uh, as they move to the top of that list, uh, when a suitable donor is identified who is comes up for that person, they're called in. We usually have six to 12 hours notice. So there's some notice, but not a long time. Person comes in, they're taken to the operating room. The key steps of the surgery are to take out the old liver and put in the new liver. It's today in standard um, straightforward cases, usually a a four to six hour operation. Um, The recovery time is pretty short, usually on the order of six to nine days in the hospital. Uh, and it may take a month to recover. That's when everything is straightforward. So the involvement, the recovery time, time back to normal health is really pretty quick. So it really, this is an amazing procedure. Just give us your best advice in about 10 seconds for the people out there that might possibly need a liver transplant. Well, do your homework. Think about center's results. Get good advice and get second opinions. And um, with that background, there are plenty of uh, good places to be seen and considered for the need of a transplant. Thank you so much, Dr. William Chapman. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.